Welcome in to the Hump Day Wednesday edition of the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, still on the road. Yes. <laughs> Big long one. Actually pointing sights back toward home base, but taking the long way home to go look at some, well, I'll talk about that all that later. We'll, we got more stories coming. <laughs> There's more stories coming. Never, never a dull moment with Thomas. <laughs> Let's talk about the nodes of the moon. Talk about never a dull moment. Boy, we've got a day today. All right, let's focus on the nodes. But before we do that, I just want to mention a quick aspect, and that is Eris, the planet Eris. Remember, I told you, I said I was going to start bringing more Eris into our conversation. Even though it just sits there like a snail in your driveway, I mean, hardly moving at all, but amply significant and part of this, these outer Kuiper Belt planets or bodies that we need to be talking about. And Eris is the Greek name, Discordia is the Roman name, that whenever something aspects it directly, I think it is of note, and it happens to be the sun, and it happens to be in a trine. Interesting because I think it kind of actually complements or fits this whole nodal thing, because you would say, well, what's the positive or what's the trine side of Discordia? Well, if we go back to the mythology, it's an interesting story, not to go down a tangent here, but... Eris was shunned from this big party in mythology because of her discordia, and so she threw an apple through the window that basically for the fair young maidens who were invited to the party caused kind of a mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all contest. So one of the extrusions from that is that you can say Eris on the other side of the coin forces us to take our mask off and look at who we really are. Well, today we have, with the nodes of the moon in Sagittarius, which is where the sun is that is hitting Eris, see this whole thing just fits together really in an incredible way. At 3.12 this afternoon, 3.12 East Coast time, Mars conjoins the south node and then will be in opposition to the north node of the moon. And that's what I was talking about yesterday along with Jupiter sitting at that bending or that square point to the nodes. So the sun trining Eris, Jupiter square to the nodes, Mars conjoined and opposite to the nodes. So if we were going to put a theme on today, it is karmic business 101. Where are we? Take the mask off. Because see, this is how it all fits together so cool. On the 22nd, so a week from today, is when the nodes change signs. Because they always move backwards, the south node will move from Sagittarius backwards, into, if you will, into Scorpio, while the north node moves from Gemini into Taurus. So let's get in our fun astrology helicopter and go up to 10,000 here for a minute and look at this, because there is a collective element to this, for sure. Individual? Absolutely always. Collective? Sure. We are made up of individual charts, right? Our whole planet is 8 billion individual charts. Well, so what do we look at with the collective and these, this nodal change? For the last year and a half or so, the south node has been in Sagittarius, the north node has been in Gemini. Sagittarius is this quest for the truth, this desire to know our purpose, why am I here and what's the meaning of life? 
Sagittarius is also about that true adventurer spirit, that spirit of freedom, that spirit of travel, spirit of roaming the world in order to find those things that are the true meanings of life. Sagittarius epitomizes those who go to India to sit under an apple tree. That is so Sagittarian right there. Well, what has happened over the last year and a half? In various parts of the world and in various degrees, there have been restrictions been kind of wave after wave in different varying forms depending on where you are. There has been a masking and an attempt to unmask the truth. There's the Gemini side, the North Node side. So remember, in the nodes, we always are more comfortable in our South Node. We're more strained or pressed to move toward our North Node. So collectively, how have we done with the Sagittarius-Gemini alignment? I kind of think Yeah, we've made some progress, but it's been a tough challenge. As we shift all of that into Scorpio slash Taurus, now we're going to go deep. And we could have some conflict because Scorpio is ruled in ancient astrology by Mars. So I went back and looked at a period that I was familiar with that was a historical shift period, the 1960s. The same nodal axis change happened in... February of 1966. Interesting that in the United States, the Freedom of Information Act was enacted in 1966. That would have been drafted and planned in that last phase of Mercury-ruled Gemini North Node moving out. Did we mention the desire or the quest to know the truth? (laughs) So, in, I mean, if this parallels that, then maybe we will have some more information come out on the heels of this sign change. That was also after quite a bit of legislation that was signed in 1965 by President Lyndon Johnson. For the sake of time, I'll let you look those up. But then during this time of the scorpionic, think about the boiler pot that erupted in 1968 with the assassination of Martin Luther King and Robert Kennedy, both in 1968. And in that bridge time, if you search up the long, hot summer of 1967, you'll get Wikipedia talking about the riots. There were 159 race riots that summer. Atlanta, Boston, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Tampa, Newark, Detroit, Birmingham, Chicago, New York City, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, New Britain, Rochester, Plainfield, and Toledo, with the biggest ones being in Newark, New Jersey, and Detroit, Michigan. Need any evidence for astrology? (laughs) Wow, incredible. And that's the nodal axis that we are moving into a week from today. And it's almost like as we're moving into that, oh, I'm getting kind of chills here, be careful, because... As we're moving into that, Mars is sitting right there. This is why it is so important that you understand the nodes and their impact on your life. And we built into the 101 course an element of studying the nodes and being able to kind of interpret your own natal nodes. By the way, on that note, Brittany wanted me to remind you guys that the 101 course price will change at the end of the year. We've mapped out kind of a whole price structure, and it's going to go to full price in January. So if you would like to cash in on the 40% discount, give yourself a holiday present and pick up the 101 astrology course because I don't know when the price will change again after the first of the year. There will be periodic sales, but pretty much we've 
fully valued the course at that point. And I'll tell you what, it's worth it. I know the course that I got when I uh, took my deep dive into astrology that we talked about with Amanda last week. That was, I think, near $400. The Bob Proctor course that literally changed my life was near $400. So, you know, when you set a value to these things, when your life gets changed, what's it worth? And so I just wanted to let you know, holiday special through the end of the year. But I can see, even just just talking through this today, that this whole thing around where we're headed with the nodes and the challenges that could portend they're from, (laughs) get all that out early in the morning, that we are in for some definite focus and alignment on where we are with our own nodes. How are we handling our own south node to north node journey? Checkpoint. And realize that next year, for about the next year and a half, it's going to be under the microscope. Definitely. Scorpio takes things deep. All right. Went a little longer than normal today. Thanks for sticking with me. Hope you enjoyed it. And it is of significance. So that's why we stayed right here. Have a good hump day. See you back tomorrow. Bye-bye. 